tell you, I've really enjoyed this conference. I enjoy these conferences because I get to meet people, hear great reports, see good things happen. But also it really ministers to me to see your fruit. All of these students, these directors, and the way that they're standing up. And I'm just really impressed with the maturity of each one of them. And I I remember uh, tomorrow you'll get to hear Carrie Pickett minister. And I remember when she came to school, she was only 18 years old. And I remember the very first time she spoke at the Bible conference and it was very good, but you could just tell that, um, you know, it was new to her. And now there's so much maturity and you just see the maturity of everyone, Tom and Cindy and every single person that's spoken here. And it just is such a blessing to see seeds that you planted growing up and producing. It's awesome. Praise God. So it's really been exciting for me. Uh, some of you haven't seen David Forguston's uh, Destiny Stories video, but please get that and, and look at it. It wasn't how many years ago that you were selling dope? Seven years ago, he was a dope dealer. And now he's been in India three years. He came to Bible school for, what, two years and then came back uh, for a while. But anyway, just seven years ago, he was selling dope. Now he's over here. Pushing the gospel. Isn't that awesome? And to see the way that Jesus can transform lives is just tremendous. I tell you, it is very exciting and satisfying. We're going to ordain a number of our graduates. And let me just quickly say some things. Some people wonder why we do this. An ordination really is is a special time. And we've actually had some people at our family Bible conferences before say that the ordination service was the best part of the whole week. And, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was the chairman of the deacons. And I remember that we would ordain people into the deacons and they'd have them come forward and they'd lay hands on them. And I had no clue what that meant. It was just kind of a ritual that you went through. But there really is a scriptural basis for all of this. And I just quickly, before we actually do the ordination, I wanted to share with you just briefly a couple of things about this. First of all, in our school, when a person graduates after two years, we give everybody a um, certificate of completion and an ordination. I mean, not an ordination. What am I thinking of? A license to preach because a license just enables you to do what the government calls sacerdotal duties. It allows you to marry and bury and um, baptize and and, uh, it gives you an ability to go into the hospital and pray for people. And so I believe that every believer ought to have that. So when you graduate from our Bible college, everybody gets a license to the ministry. That's kind of a governmental thing. But the Bible talks about ordaining people, and it specifically says in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and in verse uh, 22, it says, Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other man's sins, keep thyself pure. And this is written from Paul to Timothy in its instruction about how to run the church at Ephesus. And when he's talking about laying hands suddenly on no man, that's not talking about don't hit people quickly. That's talking about ordination is what it's talking about. And it says it shouldn't be done lightly. It shouldn't be done quickly. In other words, a person has to prove themselves. So the way that we do it is that when a person graduates, they get this um, license to the ministry. But then they have to apply for ordination. And there's a minimum period of six months 
that has to lapse. And then they have to make an application and supply us with all kinds of recommendations and proof that the anointing of God is on their life and that they are uh, called to the ministry. And there has to be visible demonstrative proof of, of their ability to minister. And then what we do in ordination is we lay hands on them. And let me just read a few scriptures to you out of first Timothy chapter four. And in verse 14, it says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. And so it talks about a gift that was given unto them with the laying on of, on of the hands of the presbytery. The presbytery just means other people who've been ordained and have this anointing of God in their life. They lay hands. And it mentions that as they lay hands on, there is prophecy. Uh, other scriptures, I'm just going through this very quickly just to establish some foundation. But in 1 Timothy chapter 1, in verse 18, it says, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. So when we ordain a person, we lay hands on them. I believe that you can actually transmit or release the anointing of God. You can release giftings into people. You know, technically, I'm not sure that it is us imparting something to them. It may be more like film. When, you know, film is exposed to the light, there are different layers of colors on that film and the light waves penetrate at different levels. And what it does, it just develops what was already on that film and brings it out. It may be more like that, that when we lay hands on people, what God has already gifted this person with and called with them with is, is drawn out. But nonetheless, it says that through the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, these gifts are given. And also over in Second um, Timothy chapter 1 and in verse 6, he says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. So all of these scriptures go together that what ordination is, it is taking some of the um, uh, anointing, the power that God has given us, the favor that God has given us and imparting it to the person. We're saying we approve of these people. We are putting our stamp of approval on them, but also in a greater sense, it's taking the anointing of God and the Holy Spirit imparts things to people. Prophecies come and it's, it helps them to fight the battle. And we've, we've ordained a bunch of these people already and words have been spoken that have come to pass. And you know, one of the most graphic, I remember standing and praying over Leland Shores and speaking that he was going to have favor, even to the point of the president and the first lady would meet with him. And we prophesied that. And it was just a few years later, I was privileged to be there when that happened. I saw it come to pass. And I mean, it's a miracle. And most people only get 15 or 20 minutes with them. They took 50 minutes with Leland and favor is happening. And really there are supernatural things that come to pass when you speak into people's lives. So I want to say that this is not just a formality or a religious exercise that we go through. I believe that there is a spiritual impartation. I believe it is a separation to the gospel and that prophecies come forth and supernatural things happen. And so by you being a part of this, you know, I believe it can minister to you and bless you, but also you just watch. You watch what happens this morning. You listen to the words. And if you want to, you can keep notes and watch it and it'll come to pass. We have seen supernatural things happen. 
And so I really believe that this is significant. And we take some time during our family Bible conference to take graduates of our school that have already graduated and have demonstrated uh, the anointing of God on them. We've done interviews with them. We know these people personally, and we recommend them and believe that they're going to go out and do awesome, awesome things for the Lord. So what I'd like to do, I'm going to call them up one at a time here. I've got a list so that I won't forget anybody. And uh, I want them real briefly just to share uh, what they believe God is leading them to do, where they're going as we ordain them. And I think that this will be a blessing. So the first one is Joseph and uh, Eva Setterstrong. Is that close? Amen. Y'all just stand right down here, but share with them briefly about what God's leading you to do. Remember, we got about five people here. Is this on? Yes. Okay. Uh, my wife, Eva, and I have been called to Poland. We'll be leaving September 15th. Um, we're going to start a Bible school. We don't know if it's going to take a year or two years, but we have to first build some contacts there and... I have to learn the language. That's going to take about five months plus 67 years. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, this is my wife, Eva. He said it all. <laughs> That's good. Now, so this is home for you, right? Just say something. I mean, I didn't mean to make you so short. All right. So um, I was born in Poland, and I left in 1975, 35 years ago. And here I am. Uh, going back to my Jerusalem, where the Lord is calling us to minister to people. Amen. And you know, we broadcast in Poland every day through the God TV and through other things, but we also broadcast in Polish. Somehow somebody's translating me. I don't know how all that works, but <laughs> praise God. So anyway, that's good. And we, we're believing we'll get, and I've been to Poland a number of times. And we have some great contacts over there. They're going to be meeting them. So y'all just stay here. Okay. Alex and Julie, uh, let's see, Palomares or something like that. Amen. Um, good morning. It is a very special day for us. Um, and something that the Lord put, put in our hearts a long time ago, tw over 20 years ago. So um, the Lord is leading us to Mexico. We're going to be leaving um, end of August, beginning of September, to uh, central Mexico, a city called Querétaro, which uh, a lot of people cannot pronounce. But um, anyways, we are going to Querétaro, and we're going to be starting um, DE. And, um, that's uh, Discipleship Evangelism. Yes. That's our program for Thank that. Thank you. I'm sorry. I forgot that. Not everybody knows these acronyms. Yes. Then uh, eventually we'll, we'll open a Bible school. So we're very excited about what the Lord is going to be doing down in Mexico. And um, I'm looking forward to, to uh, help people uh, know more about the Lord and his love and grace and free the captive down in Mexico. Hi, my name is Julie. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday, about uh, 29 years ago, I ran away from home and married Alex in Mexico. <laughs> So that was my first experience with Mexico. We were unbelievers when we did that. And I just want to give God the glory because he took two people who did something very crazy, something that I don't recommend to most people because 
we didn't even speak the same language when we did this. So, uh, she is fluent in Spanish. <laughs> I am fluent in Spanish now. <laughs> so, but anyway, I just want to. I just want to thank the Lord. We got. We met missionaries. They ministered to us, and we got born again in Mexico. Went on our first missions trip, and like Alex said, we were just hooked. We were just hooked. We wanted to spend our life doing this. So, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great how God can take something that uh, started man just totally, I guess, out of rebellion or lust or whatever, and now (laughs) here they are serving God. Isn't that awesome? Going down there to help other people. All right, we got Jeff. Uh, Boy, I heard David pronounce his name. How do you say Anyway, Jeff, where are you? Nakala. So where's Jeff? Oh, here's Jeff and Autumn right here. Autumn has already been ordained, and uh, she graduated from our school and has ministered in our television department. And Jeff and Autumn have been married just a short time. She's great with child, praise God. And uh, they have been over in uh, India helping the Forgestons for a while, and they have a ministry basically about uh, television things. So great privilege. Yeah, it's very exciting. You know, it, just thank God for CBC. What an awesome place to get to. It opens up the doors to the world, and um, it's really exciting. Uh, my last direction from the Lord was that India was only the beginning at a time when I thought I couldn't go to India. So it's very exciting, and um, we're just, we like helping people and helping other ministries and uh, seeing them explode. Our, our ministry is called Catalyst, and... and um, it's, that's what we're all about. So it's, it's really cool. You want to say something? He's very excited, and I am too. So <laughs> it's good. Thanks. Praise God. They're a great couple. Amen. And then we've got Ann Petrie. She is part of our team in, in, in uh, Uganda. She's the administrator of the school. She's a graduate of our Chicago Bible School that Cindy Quarles directs. Praise God. Um, for all of you who are going to attend the meeting, uh, I just want to share with you, uh, in 2007, on my mission trip to Uganda, I had a supernatural experience with God where he spoke to me and told me that I was to uh, assist Leland Shores with opening the Bible College in Uganda and to disciple the nation of Uganda and Africa and the world. So um, I was obedient to that. And so I've been in Uganda two years. We've opened the bookshop and um, continued the work that Leland started with the discipleship. And then we've opened the um, Karis Bible College of Uganda uh, in February, and we have 57 students. And so it's, um, it's really wonderful and exciting, and God is just doing great things. And, you know, I never thought I was going to be part of a, a Bible college. Uh, when they asked me about my apprenticeship, if I wanted to do an apprenticeship year, uh, before I went on my mission trip, I, I was a nurse, and I was praying for a lot of patients. I was seeing healing, and I was ministering in churches, and I thought that was going to be, and boy, uh, suddenly, you know, just immediately, God just dropped this in my heart. So um, if you have a desire, you know, I, I'm a commercial here for the school, but come, because you just don't know how God is going to use you to change the world. And so you need to just be obedient and take the first step, and, you know, you'll find yourself um, doing something that is more fulfilling and more wonderful, and just 
you know, it is so awesome. I mean, we're in Africa, and people say, everyone says, well, I don't want to be sent to Africa, you know, but you know what? I am happier. I was very successful in the world, but I am happier than I have ever been and more fulfilled. It is awesome. So come. Please come. Praise God. Awesome. I tell you, all of these people, I just want to say this, that You know, these are heroes, I really believe. These are the people that we need to be honoring. Anne was super successful, making lots of money, having the greatest time in her career, and she gave it all up to go to Africa. And you know what? She says she's happier than she's ever been. These are heroes today, not the people that are on the magazine covers that don't have any integrity and because they can throw a ball are because they're pretty and can act, we make them famous. These, these are heroes today. These really are. These are the people that we ought to be on. Praise the Lord. And last but not least is David Rose. He is on staff with our Chicago Bible School. And I tell you, David is a great brother. I'm glad he's on our side. This is one big man. Praise the Lord. We love you, brother. God is such a good God. And it's, uh, it's just an awesome privilege to be standing up here uh, with these people. I, um, I have to give props to Ann Petrie at the end. Ann and I graduated together in 2007 from the Chicago School. And uh, she was the one that encouraged myself and many of the other students in my class to go on and uh, stay the course. I, uh, I tell people that when my, I came to Bible college in 2004, my goal was to finish the 2004-2005 school year. And it was the same thing every single year after that. And uh, just to be standing up here with everybody is just amazing. And I also want to thank Cindy. Thank, uh, uh, Cindy is our director of the Chicago School. And bottom line is right now my Uh, charge is to help Cindy grow this school and to get us where uh, I know that the Lord has us to be, and that is to uh, just spread the good news, the almost too good to be true news of Jesus Christ throughout the Chicagoland area. And where God has me after that, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that he wants to use my gifts and talents to help reach the world, both in Chicago and outside of Chicago. And I'm just excited about the things that God is doing and the uh, awesome privilege to be under Andrew Womack Ministries. Thanks, brother. Praise the Lord. Amen. So these are the ones that we're going to ordain. And I would like to ask as our presbytery, all of the ordained uh, directors and staff members of our school, they'll be a part of our presbytery. If you would come up here, we're going to all lay hands on you and pray for you. And the way we do this is I'll direct it and I'll start. But, you know, if God quickens one of these with a word from God, yes, ma'am. If God quickens one of these with a word and they have something specific to say, we're going to give them the mic and we're going to give the Holy Spirit freedom to speak into their life and just be a blessing. I know we got a lot of people here. And so, uh, you know, if the Holy Ghost wants every one of you to prophesy to everyone, we'll just do whatever. But uh, make sure it's the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> or we'll be here for hours. But praise God. What a blessing. Let's start down here with Ann and just pray with her. And I'll let, Wayne, I'll let you uh, hold the, the microphone for everybody else. So if any of you that are part of this presbytery have a word, just tap 
uh, Wayne on the shoulder so that we can make sure that we get this on tape. Amen. Father, we thank you for Ann. And I just thank you, Father, for bringing her across her, our path and putting her into a part of this ministry. And Father, I give you the praise for the tremendous reports that we've heard in Uganda of people saying that they had never really seen your love until they saw Ann and saw you flowing through her. Father, thank you for the love and the compassion that you've placed in Ann and that she's given up her life and all of the things that she had accumulated to be able to, to give unto other people. Just like Wendell was saying, Father, she loves not her life unto the death. She has dedicated her life for other people. Father, we thank you for that. And so right now, we just take this anointing and this power and authority that's on us and on this ministry, and we lay hands on Ann and just release this power and anointing into her. Father, we believe that gifts are being imparted right now and stirred up on the inside, and that your anointing is coming on her in a way that she has never experienced before. I hear the Lord saying that Jesus was moved with compassion and healed them. And it's already been demonstrated, Ann, that you have the compassion of God. But I believe that you are going to start seeing miraculous things happen. Just as your love and compassion goes out through you, I believe that you are going to see miraculous healings. You're going to see the supernatural gifts of God and the power of the Holy Spirit flow through you. And people are going to be healed, not only loved, but healed. And Father, I thank you for that. I thank you that it becomes so strong, it's like a flood, that nothing will be able to withstand it, that sickness and disease, problems will leave in its path, and that your anointing will flow through and supernaturally and touch people's lives. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Say, so, I just see this anointing on you that was similar to the anointing back in Deborah in the book of Judges where she was raised up as a judge and as a prophet to the nation. And, and as Deborah led the nation, you're going to lead the women of that nation and the men of that nation as well. You're going to hear prophetically what needs to take place, what is the direction that the ministry needs to go, what is the direction of the Spirit for the people that you're ministering to, which will, of course, influence the disciples that you're making, and therefore change a nation, uh, nations. And so we just release that uh, Deborah-like prophetic anointing on you of leadership, of strength, of power, of wisdom, yet being submissive as well. And so we thank the Lord for that anointing upon you because many, I'll even, I'll use the word millions of people are going to be changed because of this anointing and the leadership that you're Amen. demonstrating. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to share this scripture um, from Hebrews that says, run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And I just believe that um, as you run with patience, not looking to the right or the left, that you know what? God's going to show you every step of the way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I just keep hearing uh, that the joy of the Lord is your strength, Ann. And I, I know you in the natural, but I just keep hearing that, uh, you know, you are a joyful woman. And I just believe that um, you're going to have a supernatural joy that's rising up inside of you to love on all those African folks. So. Thank you, Jesus. 
And we had an awesome word that was spoken before you left about how the love of God was going to explode through you, like just like a bomb. And Andrew's already testified how much the people love you and how much has already exploded. But I see um, this round, big bomb. I don't know how to say it, a ball with a fuse. And the fuse is only lit. These are only sparks. These are only the beginning. The explosion is yet to come. And it is going to be awesome. The love of God is exploding through you in Uganda. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, The scripture and the Lord gave um, to me for you. It's out of the Song of Solomon. It says, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is better than wine. Because of the fragrance of your good ointments, your name is ointment poured forth. Therefore, the virgins love you. Draw me away. And then uh, going down further in that in that. Um, chapter, the beloved says, behold, beloved, the beloved Jesus says to you, behold, you are fair, my love. Behold, you are fair. You have dove's eyes. And dove's eyes, as you know, Anne, and you're familiar with these scriptures, are focused. They have, they have no peripheral vision. They are singly focused towards the Lord. And that is how you have been. You have concentrated and put your focus on your relationship, on the intimacy that you have with the beloved. And from that, you live. And from that, you minister. And that is the love of God that is the most powerful force in the universe. It is the only force that separated the Godhead at the cross. That is how powerful it is. And out of that power, you minister and you love. And that is why sickness is driven out. That's why demons flee. That's why darkness flees in your presence because of that love developed from intimacy, developed from relationship. And it is the most powerful force in the universe. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I got a, uh, a picture of a candle that's lit, but the flame is like 20 feet high, and that you're going to light the way millions to Jesus. Amen. And Annie, when, when uh, Andrew was praying for you, I, I just saw uh, you as a huge butterfly. And I heard the Lord say, Transformation Ministries. And, and like Wayne said, all of a sudden I saw you flying upward, and behind you, literally the sky filled with smaller butterflies. Praise the Lord. And uh, this morning, the Lord, uh, as I was uh, uh, getting ready to come down, uh, I was praying, and the Lord showed me a ribbon uh, across a threshold and a, uh, a pair of scissors given to you. And the ribbon has been cut, and you're crossing, crossing a threshold uh, into a dimension now. You know what? Where you've been and what's been going on has all been preparation. 
but what is before us is a great work. And so this threshold that you're crossing over and into is really what God has prepared you for since before he ever spoke you into existence. And uh, it's a very uh, uh, serious thing. This is a a serious ministry, and God has called you to a very uh, serious place. And it's exciting because uh, you have uh, been very uh, uh, tenacious and very diligent in your service. And so you have crossed the threshold today. And there is a maturity that is going to come upon you. I impart wisdom and knowledge into you and discernment for the great decisions that are coming uh, to move the ministry forward, to move what God has for you forward. And I just know that uh, every step that you've taken has been in God's order. And everything that has happened has been really God-ordained and that he has just been preparing you for this time. And it is only just beginning. Praise the Lord. The best is yet to come. Amen. And Ann, I believe that just like Solomon, he didn't ask for himself. He asked wisdom that he could be a blessing to the people. And because of that, God said, I'm going to give you things you hadn't asked for. You have given your life to bless others. And in return, God says, he's going to bless you more than you could have ever been blessed. He's going to give you a husband that you never had before. He is going to give you blessings. You are going to be more blessed than you have ever been in your life. We agree and receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Y'all hide and watch. It's coming to pass. Praise the Lord. This is Joseph and is it Eva or? Eva. 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 Father, we agree and just thank you for this couple. Thank you for bringing them our way. You know, I don't know y'all, but the Lord just shows me that it is absolutely supernatural how he puts you all together. I don't know that in the natural, but the Lord just shows me it's a miracle. It's a miracle. People from different countries coming together. And then God supernaturally puts you in Karis Bible College. I don't know that by my natural self, but I believe that it's a miracle. And God says that in the same way as he's done all of these other miracles and has moved in your life, that he is supernaturally sending you back to Poland. And there are going to be contacts. You're going to look back and see that this is what God had planned for you all along. You'll be able to see things back decades ago that have happened, that have all led up to this point. You are just like Esther coming to the kingdom for such a time as this. And when you go back to Poland, there are going to be supernatural connections. It's not just going to be old friends or families that you know, Eva, but it's going to be supernatural connections. God is going to unite you with people. There are going to be doors opening so fast that you're going to have to pray and have wisdom to know which ones to take because you can't take them all. Man, people are going to be drawn to you. You're going to be like a magnet that just draws people, people that have been praying and asking God to send someone to Poland. God, send people to help us break through this religious system and get the gospel out. There are people everywhere, and and they're going to be drawn like moss to a flame. They are going to see you, and they are going to come from every quarter. It is going to amaze you. 
I believe that that's already in the works. And when you get there, you'll see this come to pass quickly. Praise God, Joseph. You better learn Polish quickly because the doors are going to open. It's going to be quicker, I think, than what you've thought. Praise the Lord. Father, I just speak this into their future, into their life. And we thank you that you are opening doors for them that no man can shut. And that you will shut doors that they aren't supposed to go through. And thank you for supernatural opportunity in Poland to bring the gospel to those people. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You know, but you might wonder, why in the world is the Lord sending you back to Poland? And the scripture for you, and the, well, as the Palomaris is, is this. Is that he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. You're going there not because it's, well, because a lot of great reasons, but you know what? It's a, it's a Holy Spirit thing, and you know that, and I know that. But God is drawing people back, and he's drawing you back because they need to know who the Father is. And you know how, the, again, with our Polish backgrounds, they like to have colors on the outside, colorful houses, colorful clothes. But what you're going to do is you have an anointing to transition the colorful exteriors and the otherwise black and empty interiors and you're going to start turning that thing inside out to where the interiors of people are going to be filled with the color, which is representing the love, the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, those types of things. You're transforming the, the soul, the interior of what's been covered exteriorly for decades, centuries maybe. The Holy Spirit is using you guys specifically to allow to begin that transition, that transformation on the inside from what's pretty on the outside to what's beautiful on the inside. And the Holy Spirit's doing that through you guys. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, uh, Joseph and Eva, the Lord is showing me a uh, scale, like a gold scale that is, but you're on the scale and you're perfectly balanced. The scale is, I mean, perfectly balanced and the scale has feet and you're running on a uh, track and there is lots of noise from the grandstand, but uh, I see this scale running the race so perfectly balanced. And, you know, there is a supernatural joy about you, Eva, and there is a, uh, a balanced uh, quietness and wisdom about you, Joseph, that really uh, uh, you're just totally balanced. And no matter what people are saying, I mean, you guys, just I just don't see you stopping. You just kind of wave at everybody and smile, and, you know, you run the race. And God has great plans for you. And, boy, you're going to see things happen very, very quickly. So get ready. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Joseph and Eva, I just, uh, you know, the Apostle Paul talks about having that same spirit of faith that Jesus had. And then the Apostle Paul said, I believed, and therefore I spoke. And uh, I just believe that uh, part of the key to your success in Poland is to speak forth your vision. Proclaim it, declare it, and say it, and go for it. And um, Joseph, you are a man of integrity, a man of character, and that will draw people to you. But I believe what's going to really change them is by the supernatural wisdom from Jesus, that you're going to speak from your heart to their heart, using that wisdom from Jesus. And Eva, I believe that that gift of laughter that you have will heal people physically, emotionally. So use that. Use that 
and people will be set free. They will be healed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Joseph and Neva, I believe that God is, is calling you to Europe with, with a charge to break through cultural barriers where people will, not, will no longer look at Andrew's message as an American gospel, but it, will be not, it won't be a European gospel. It will be the gospel that God has given to everyone. And I Amen. believe you will bring people together and unite them so they can see beyond their cultural cultural view, but they can see that you have brought all of this together into a one kingdom, and you want them to start thinking that way. Amen. Yes, and Eva, we met in the break room, and our hearts were knit together in love the moment we saw each other the first day of school, and we've been together ever since. And I remember when we were at a birthday party at the ministry, and I said, well, I believe you're going to Poland because God didn't make you bilingual for um, no reason, and you, uh, you can tell everybody else what you thought about that. But uh, here you are going to Poland, and by the grace of God, I'm here to celebrate with you today. And last night, the Lord gave me a word for you, and he asked me to write it down so that I could read it to you. But it comes out of Exodus, and how appropriate is that? The Lord has showed me that you are going to turn Poland upside down. And there is going to be an exodus in the religious society that's going on in Poland. And out of exodus, the children of Israel groaned because of their bondage. And they cried out to God. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant. God looked upon the children of Israel and God acknowledged them. And the Lord is saying to you today, both of you, God is saying the people of Poland are groaning because of the bondage. He has heard their groaning and their cries and he is looking upon the children of Poland and he is acknowledging them and remembering his covenant with them. And as the Lord spoke to Moses in regard to the children of Israel, so he speaks to you and Joseph today. I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Poland, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmaster, which is religious bondage and law, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the enemy and to bring them up from that land into a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, Joseph and Eva, I will send you to Poland that you may bring my people, the children of Poland, out of bondage. And just as God has chose Moses as deliverer, God has chosen you two as deliverer through the treasure in your earthen vessel, Jesus Christ. God, through his spirit, has revealed some things to you in regards to Poland's deliverance. And the Lord says, as you continue to call on me, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. On your journey, Joseph and Eva, there will be difficult days, and there will be days of ease. Whatever the day holds, I am holding you. The Lord is also saying your marriage relationship will be a blessing to many. Many will desire and yearn for the love, joy, and friendship you share. Go rejoicing, turning Poland upside down. Amen. Praise the Lord. Awesome. And, and today, there is a mantle 
uh, of the supernatural exploits of the Lord being released into your lives. That as you go with the word, that he's going to confirm, he's going to work with you with signs, wonders, and miracles. But what I saw was the word wonders, that you're going to see things and wonder. I mean, it will cause an awe. The people will see an awe about your God, that it won't be the normal, but also the giftings that are on the inside of you today, just a strong gift of healing uh, is being stirred up in you. Uh, just as, as you touch, as, as you release his goodness, he, he, he just is going to show himself strong on your behalf. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we impart these things into Joseph and Eva. Thank you, Jesus, for the awesome miracles that are going to take place and for the children and grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren that will come out of your blessing on their lives. Father, we thank you, and we receive this in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here's y'all's diplomas. I'll let you give them to them. I mean, ordination certificates. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? Let's see, where'd Ann go? Now you're ordained. You ought to be a part of the presbytery. You guys are, so get up here. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray for Alex and Julie, and we just thank you, Jesus, for calling them. Thank you for moving in their life, Father. Thank you for working through all of these things to bring them to this place. Thank you, Jesus, for the way that you redeem our lives. Father, we thank you. And right now, we lay hands on them and we impart your blessing, your anointing. Father, I believe that you give them vision. You know, right now, you've got a direction, but it's uh, like off in the distance, and it's going to become clearer and clearer. And I speak that when you get down there, it's going to be like in very short period of time, you're going to just start seeing so many things that need to be done. Once you get there, it'll all come clear. God will give you the direction that you've been seeking. There's going to be a lot of things happen, but I really feel in my heart that God is going to use you too, and you are going to prosper. Everything you set your hand unto is going to prosper, and one of the things that God is going to use you to do is to break a poverty mentality, a mentality that they can't prosper and that they have to have somebody else come do things for them. You are going to do things with so much excellence. Well, this is, this is going to be one of the hallmarks of your life. Everything about you, the way you dress, the way you present yourself, everything you do is going to be done with excellence. And you are going to teach them that God's kids are king's kids in any culture, in any country. God is going to use you to liberate people from the bondage of poverty and and thinking that they are nobody and that they can't do things. There is an anointing on your life that people are going to watch you. And even without your words, people are going to be impacted tremendously just as they see the excellence. You're going to be like Daniel who had an excellent spirit on him. And because of that, people recognized things about him. And he was promoted and put in positions of leadership. And I believe that there is a spirit of excellence on both of you. It is going to speak volumes and break bondages. There's going to be many things, but that's going to be one of the hallmarks of your ministry, and people are going to look to you and be set free. Thank you, Jesus. 
Amen. And Alex, you know that one of the qualifications for an elder is one who rules his household well, and Julie as well. You guys have done that. We know your daughters and your family has been ruled well in that anointing of just being good parents, being godly parents, will be transmitted and transferred to those who you minister to. And this is, seems kind of strange. I can't articulate this as well as I'd like to you guys. But, yes, Mexico is a Spanish-speaking nation, and it's been a Spanish nation for hundreds of years. But before it was Spanish, it was Indians. And there is going to be an anointing on you guys to reach past the Spanish influence into the cultural influences of the native people. And, and there's going to be healing Way better, generational healing. I don't know how to articulate it as well as I'd like, but there's something that's going to be taking place through you guys that is going to reach past the Spanish influence into the native influences, and the generations are going to be healed through you. And you have to ask the Holy Spirit on how that's going to work, but let me know when you, when you figure it out. Thank and you, then Jesus. the same thing like, like over um, Eva and Joseph is, you know, the Holy Spirit's bringing you down there to the land of your forefathers and he's turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers i think that is going to happen absolutely naturally as well natural real living men are going to turn toward their real living children and parents are going to turn to the children and children are going to turn to the parents i mean after all we are the family of god and you're going to represent the god and his family to these people and you're going to see families that are reunited reconstructed through generations, and there's going to be great joy in that city when the gospel is preached. Amen. Alex and uh, Julie, because of the integrity that you demonstrate in your lives, that's obvious. I believe that the people you're ministering to are going to see that. It's going to be clear. And the message of grace and unconditional love of God is going to be received by them. They're going to see the example of the integrity in your life, and they're going to believe that message. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, I don't have a word for you. What I'd like is, Anne, if you would just impart to these two uh, what God has imparted to you. Um, praise God. I also um, saw trophies of God's grace that you are just going to shine as trophies that uh, are going to draw all people into Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. mother and father of this of Mexico and I think all of uh, South America mm-hmm. yeah. incidentally uh, the gift of the words of wisdom and word of knowledge and the discerning of spirits are going to be I'm just releasing those now mm-hmm. and you're going to see those operate in an absolutely acute way and a strong way and you're going to see through the intents and motives of the heart to see the real root of things mm-hmm. and you're going to uh, by default, uh, deliver many from demonic oppression and possession and those types of things. 
And the both of you are going to just see that absolutely clearly. And they're just going to go at your word. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, I just want to uh, add to something that Andrew said. And the Lord, as Andrew was speaking, showed me a uh, television screen or a computer monitor. And that uh, uh, he showed me a daily calendar on that monitor. And that, yes, you have the direction, but your instructions are going to come on a daily basis. It's almost like you will seek him in the morning and he will give you your instructions. And it really is to pull you into a focus of your dependency upon him. And it's like uh, uh, I just really place spiritual blinders upon you guys so that you can't see to the left or to the right. You can only see what is right before you. And, and when that happens, I mean, God will lay out every single thing so clearly for you that you will know and you will, uh, the instructions will come and you'll step into them. And every single step that you take will be solid and it will be right. So don't worry about what you're going to do or even think about that. Just go. And when you get there, God will give you the instructions. He's giving you instructions now you, and he's preparing you. But praise God, you have a direction, but the instructions are going to come on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Praise God. Um, As we were praying, and um, Andrew was talking about um, excellence and integrity and the way you present yourselves, I just see you as being brought into places like palaces and great rooms before leaders. And that you're going to be fearless in front of these people. And you are going to speak forth the truth in love. And they will receive it from you. Because they will be shaken. They will see the truth that's in you. And I believe that you're going to set people free of great influence. And Alex and Julie, I'd like to just pray this over you. It's found in Acts chapter 4. Verse 29, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So we just impart to you boldness and confidence and the ability through the name of Jesus to heal. Amen. Amen. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. When gross darkness covers the earth and great darkness the people, your lights are going to shine. It's going to destroy the darkness that has enveloped that country for so many centuries. Because this day, light is released to dispel darkness. Amen. Amen. I just want to say one thing to you both that I just see you guys as lead, that you are stuck together. You're one piece of metal, man. You are, and nothing's coming against y'all. You are solid, solid, solid. So praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we agree, and we just take all of these words that I believe have been spoken by the Spirit of the Lord, and we release them into Alex and Julie. We believe that they're going to war a good warfare. When they're down there, Father, and feeling by themselves, I thank you that you bring back to their remembrance 
let them know that you've ordained them and sent them and that you have ordained that they win. Father, we release these words into them and thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. God bless you all. That's great. Hallelujah. Man, those are awesome words. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for Jeff and Autumn. Thank you, Father. Father, we love you and thank you so much for bringing them across our path. Thank you for the blessing that they've already been to us. Thank you, Father. And you know, I see that the Lord is just doing new things with you. You know, you are kind of breaking new ground in a media type of ministry. I see you as Aaron and her that held up the hands of, of uh, Moses so that uh, Joshua could win the battle. You may not be the one that's always on the front line, but you've got a helps ministry that is going to help win the battle. There are literally people that wouldn't be able to continue in the ministry, that wouldn't be able to do what God called them to do if it wasn't for you and the ministry gift that God has called you to. And I believe that the Lord is going to give to the two of you brand new ideas, creative ways of doing things. You are going to have ideas come to you that as far as you know, nobody else has ever done things this way. And yet God is just going to burn it into your heart and you're going to have wisdom to do this. You are going to be able to get more done with less than anybody that you know. And I believe God has given you creative ideas, witty inventions, able to do things and facilitate and help other people accomplish their vision. You have that gift of helps on you. And I believe that Jeff and Autumn, it is going to become, it'll take time, but it'll become so obvious that there's going to be ministries all over the world coming to you and asking you for wisdom and help how to fulfill their vision. And so vicariously, you are going to be spreading the gospel through many, many, many ministries and helping them to accomplish their goal. And God, is there's an anointing on you. You'll not only come in and do the things that you're doing now, but God's going to give you wisdom. You will be advisors. Even though you're so young, you're going to be like a mother and a father to many people and give them experience because you've been exposed to so many different ministries. You need to expect it. It's time that you step up in your heart and accept the responsibility that God has called you to a leadership position. And you're going to be speaking into people's lives who are older than you. And you need to be doing it with confidence and with boldness and yet with humility. And you don't ever use the word like a club. You use it to edify and build people up. I believe God's going to give you such a heart of compassion that even people who are much, much older will respect you and receive the wisdom of God that's in you. And I also speak over you that there is going to be financial abundance in your life. You are going to have so much finances that you'll never have to think about things in terms of what can you afford to do. It's just going to be about what God wants you to do. There's going to be an abundance. You'll be able to have all of the equipment, do anything that you want to do. I speak that blessing over you, financial blessing, and that this catalyst ministry is anointed and funded by God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we speak this into their life in the name of Jesus. 
Praise the Lord. Jeff, you are an oak of righteousness, a planting of the Lord. And like an oak tree, you're, you're the strongest tree out there. And like an oak tree, in the spring of the year, they put forth their leaves later than the other trees. But in the fall of the year, they drop their leaves later than other trees as well. You provide shade, which is comfort to many. And so even though you're strong like an oak tree, and even though you are going to withstand storms longer than other trees and stronger storms than other trees, you're going to outlast them. You are the anchor of the forest because you're an oak, an oak of righteousness. Notwithstanding, as a strong oak tree, there's, there's going to be a tenderness. And those people who are... You, there's going to be people drawn to you who are going to be intimately close with you, and you're going to have an anointing to just comfort, to counsel is not the best word, but it's an okay word. People who are drawn to you on a very personal level, you're going to have an inner circle, so to speak, of people who you have intimately released the love of God to. And that inner circle is going to be a comfort to you and a strength to you as well. It's kind of a pastoral anointing, but it's stronger than that. It's, it's just different. It's not like you're going to have this huge congregation per se, but those who you minister to, your in, intimate disciples, are going to be a team that will be with you and be strong for you for many, many years. It's solid. It's something really, really solid. Proverbs uh, seventeen twenty two says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And Jeff, you have a merry heart. And you are full of love, compassion, mercy, gentleness, generosity. And you've touched many lives, many, many lives, mine included. And in everything you do, whether you're building a wall, whether you're leading praise and worship, whether you're videography, doing some videography, whether you're playing with children, whether you're going shopping, whether you're eating strawberries, Whatever it is you're doing, there's joy. There's just continual joy. And I believe, I believe that God really is proclaiming you as an ambassador of joy, of joy to the lost, the lost and dying of this world, and also to believers who have forgotten who they are. Amen. Jeff and Autumn, I know that it's been in your heart to work together as a team. And I know that the Lord is opening the doors for you to be a team, not just in your work, but to be a team in your family and that your children will be part of that team, that you will do things together to, for his glory. And it, will be not, it won't be difficult. It will be an easy thing for you to work together and to go that road that God has led before the, that he has placed before you to go it together, together with each other and together with your children. And, and Jeff, I think you're probably the, the most positive person I've ever met in my life. And you've just been such a blessing. And that enthusiasm that God has given you, you might not think that that's a spiritual gift, but it is. Because God is using 
that joy, like Ross said, he's using that to bless people. And I believe that it has built inside of you just a beautiful heart. And God sees that and God just enjoys it. He just enjoys looking at you and enjoys how you have fellowship with him in such a simple and such a joyful and such an enthusiastic way. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this couple. I believe that that Andrew just read your mail like no, nothing else. And God has completely created you both to be world changers. Absolutely world changers. And even though you both come from small towns, I just think it's amazing how you've shown yourself faithful and how God has given you influence over so many people's lives that you are being raised up, that God has given you supernatural wisdom and problem-solving abilities. I just thank you, Father, that, that they will be amazed at those witty inventions that they come up with. And we thank you, Father, for that boldness that they would keep on speaking out the vision that is just bursting on the inside of them, that that vision would keep on growing and growing and growing. And Lord, I just thank you for marking it in their hearts that they are world changers, that their identity would be in that world changing. We thank you for that, Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's just a real strong Solomon anointing on your life. Solomon was, was the son of his father. And his father had many desires. And the Father has so many desires. And you are so intimate with Him. And because you've chosen people over self and to have wisdom to rule, it takes many elements to be a catalyst. And you are a treasure chest. God has given you and equipped the two of you with His kingdom, with His wisdom, and with His glory. And that, like Andrew said, many will come. Many nations are going to seek you out for your wisdom to bring you. And I, I believe you will travel to nations to equip them and to set them up for kingdom, to have intimacy with the Father, to bring their nations online. I mean, from, from even the prosperity of the soil so that the land produces because of the goodness of God to a cleansing of those nations because of the word of God. But I just want you guys to know I really love you. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we just release these words into Jeff and Autumn and into this ministry. We believe that, Father, they are going to be the catalyst that brings the gold and the good out of many, many people. Thank you, Jesus. We agree and receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Awesome. Well, David, we need you to mosey over this direction so that I don't have to get off the platform. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Father, thank you for David Rose. Father, thank you for this man of God. We just praise you for him. Thank you, Jesus. I see you as a pillar, David. You're built like a pillar in the natural. You're just huge. But you know what? You're strong. And you are going to provide strength and support for so many people. And yet you're a gentle giant. Well, there is a heart of love and compassion on the inside of you. God's been working on you, doing good things. And David, I see you as a man that is just motivated and dictated by love. That you are going to let the love of God flow out of you. There are going to be people that question me, question the leaders of the school in Chicago and, of course, other things. But they may question all of these things, but it says they will know that you are my disciples by your love one for another. And, brother, you are going to walk in such love that people who don't even accept the message from other people will see the love of God. And they'll have to admit the anointing of God upon you. I see you as a peacemaker. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall see God. And there's many applications of that, but brother, God is going to reveal himself to you. God is going to show you things. Right now, it's still preparation. Even though you're being used of God in the Chicago school and God's using you, it's still preparation. And God is preparing you. And there's going to be a day that, David, you'll walk out and you will... God is going to open up doors for you that are going to amaze you. You are going to see awesome things come through your life. Bigger than what you're thinking right now. The Lord's showing me that one of the things that's got to happen is you've got to change your thinking. You've got to see yourself as being this mighty man of God and stepping up. You've got to increase. You've got to take the limits off of God. And let God give you a bigger vision because, brother, God's got great things in store. Great things in store. And there's going to be many, many people that you minister to. And I believe that along with that compassion, just like I was saying over Ann Petrie, that, man, that God was moved with compassion and healed them. Miracles are going to flow through you. I believe you have the gift of miracles, the gifts of healing. And you are going to see lots of people set free. And it's not going to be in a real demonstrative way. It's not going to be in a huge crusade. But you are going to see the supernatural power of God flow through you with force and power. That's going to be amazing. Father, we just thank you for this man. Thank you for bringing him into this ministry and making him a part of it. And we release these things into him, Father. And we speak all of these things over him that they are escalating, increasing and flowing through him with power and authority to every single person he comes in contact with. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. David, the things that Andrew spoke are not like a vision that far off, but it tends to be far off. And what I see, David, is particularly as peers concerning your role at work at CBC Chicago, is that there's an anointing to minister to people, certainly. The scriptures teach that Jesus pulled me out of the miry clay, set my feet on a rock to stay. But what you and I tend to do is work more like a front-end loader, and we dig out. There's something trapped in the dirt. We dig out the whole pile of dirt and then slowly have to clean them off to reveal 
who they are in Christ. And so if you can get that picture, the Holy Spirit is going to give you increased ability through the use of a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and particularly using the scriptures to clean off the hard dirt and the sediment that has kept people bound and trapped in their heart and in their lives. And even though you, as a bulldozer, as a front-end loader, rather, dig this whole scoop up, and it seems like, gosh, this is extra work than what it takes. Why can't we just hose them down? (laughs) You know what? Some people are just harder to minister to, but God has given you the ability to clean them off, even though they're dry and hard, to reveal the beauty and the freshness and the life that has been trapped by the hardness of life's circumstances. Now, those lessons as you, that you're learning through that process in preparation for the bigger vision that Andrew showed you are lessons that are actually going to catapult and prepare you to step in to what he has called you to do and who he has called you to be and to those who he has called you to minister. So use great care and great wisdom and great remembrance of the processes and the steps that the Holy Spirit is about to train you in in ministering to individuals because those things are going to be transferable and through that process you're going to not only set a lot of people free you're going to train and make disciples on how you've learned to set other people free and you're going to be a disciple discipler of disciplers I guess that would be an apostolic anointing, wouldn't it? And so we just released that apostolic calling into you. It's a unique apostolic calling at this point, but that is what it is. David, I don't know you at all, but um, I just see through the Spirit of God that you are a connector of peacemakers. And I see like the Olympic rings where they're linked together. I just see multiple, multiple, multiple rings that you're linking people together with other peacemakers. And boy, this is this is powerful anointing on your life, and I'm just excited, brother, for you. Amen. I don't know you either, but I couldn't wait to get over here and tell you that you are one safe guy to be around. Amen. Being a peacemaker, you're just safe. People are drawn to you, and you are loaded with the love of God. And people are going to feel safe. They're going to feel secure and able to... Um, to share with you what's on their heart and you're going to have such great words for them. You've got the gifts flowing through you and you're just going to be able to minister the love of God to each person that comes to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. David, you have such talent and ability and and in the secular world, it was awesome. And, And we could look at the secular world and say, you could look and say how you could have um, developed and, and gone such great places in the secular world. But God said, because you've chosen him, you will be developed like you could have never, ever been developed in the secular world. And, and those gifts and talents are going to be used and multiplied and added to. And thank you, David for choosing God. Thank you for choosing to serve God and to do what he has called you to do and to know that he will direct your path and bring all these things to pass. Amen. Amen. And David, we are so thankful that you are with us here at CBC Chicago. We love you. 
And we just thank God for this opportunity just to lay hands upon you and bless you. And I just hear the Lord saying that you are his. And he is yours. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. And you think that you have heard many things. But I have more to speak to you. So keep your heart open to me. Because I'm going to be like a flood. Flowing knowledge and just wisdom into you like you never received before. So receive of him and take it by heart, Lord. And I just thank God for David. We love him. Hallelujah. And God loves you more, David. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I, again, I also, David, just thank God for bringing you to to, to CBC Chicago. And the, the school has benefited. The students have benefited. But I have benefited. I have learned from you. You have humbled yourself. And I just have, uh, and God is exalting you. And God gave me this scripture for you in in 1 Peter 5, verse 5. And I'm going to start in the second part of the verse. says, yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. David, this is your due time. Hallelujah. And your due time will continue and continue and continue. It will never end. I have seen you humble yourself and let God work in you and let him refine you. And this is your due time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. The picture I saw for you, David, was... King Kong, and he was climbing the highest skyscraper in the city. And when he got to the top, he began to knock down the aircraft that was coming against uh, that area. And when I asked the Lord what he was speaking is that you've chosen to climb the mountain of God. You've chosen to come into his presence, and, and you sought it first. The highest place in the city is, is who he is. And out of that, the scripture that came forth is we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principality, or, well, anyway, against the rulers of the heavenly places. And the Lord is, is giving you that ability to seek out lies and knock them down because you're going to have a heavenly perspective, which that's a peacemaker. You're going to see things the way God sees them from his perspective And that he has created you in such a a way to rule as a defender. David, I've watched you grow. And uh, I've seen the encouragement and the love and just how much you have sacrificed. And I just hear God saying that he is a rewarder. And that you are stepping into the time of your reward. This is your due season. You have, you have been cheerful and you have been uh, positive and you have walked through some times that have been um, very stretching for you, um, very, um, uh, just, just, you've just laid everything down. And, um, you know, you, you've occasionally looked at the secular world and 
you know, but you've always brought your focus right back to God's plan for you. And uh, you have sacrificed so much. But God says he is so proud of you. And he's saying, well done. And he's saying, you are stepping into your time of abundance and reward. And I just bless you, David, for being an awesome brother to me. And I love you so much. Amen. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you for David. Thank you, Father, for the blessing that you are through him to all of us. And we think it's going to grow and multiply and increase and that all of these things are coming to pass. We agree and receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you, brother. Awesome. Awesome. So, Father, we just thank you for all of these that got ordained today. Thank you, Father, that you have plans for them, that their future is so bright they got to squint to look at it. And we believe that awesome things are happening. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Y'all are blessings. Thank you.